Hi guys, it's Stephanie and Adora and Amede and this is The, the Walk! Walk. <laughs> okay, Intentional Summer, here we are. Episode 2. I hope you guys were locked into episode 1. If you haven't listened to episode 1 yet, please go back and do so because we're on a roll and we're having some really interesting conversations. We are. Summertime is here. The conversations yes. are flowing. The summer breeze is in the air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so carrying on from episode 1, today we are going to be talking about intentional dating from the perspective of choosing so basically choosing season so what does it look like i'm just, I'm just moving my chair folks <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that's... there's always one always one the chair has been moved legs have been crossed <laughs> okay. get ready, ready. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about choosing the the intentionality behind choosing so this is you've met someone you think they may be the person that you want to marry what does it look like to be intentional in finding that out without a sinning against god Mm -hmm. um let's be real and b scattering someone's life um, it'd <laughs> be happening like it's it yeah it and adora has a very um controversial statement i do i'm gonna go is... last i'm not gonna lie to you guys okay because i feel no because... <laughs> i'll say this i'm a firm believer in having experience experiential wisdom yes but also i'm also at the same time i firmly believe that there are some mistakes that we don't need to make because the bible is there because Amen. prayer is there you know we have wisdom from above um, Amen. And it will sound like foolishness to the flesh because the Lord's thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. So I have some Jesus knowledge, some some scriptural boundaries, and some some wisdom from the the secret place in prayer. I don't have a lot of experiential wisdom, which is why I am choosing to defer to both of y'all mm-hmm. um, because it's important that we have both so that you can relate what you've seen in your own life mm-hmm. um as well as what i'm i'm i'm, I'm going to minister as well and i think hope i hope that it will help you to understand where i'm coming from because it is a controversial take but bear with me guys okay we're giving you two sides of the coin here do you know the way you've teed that up you might as well just drop it no, <laughs> no she's going well, last you hear go she's going last <laughs> i need your gems i, I, think I don't we, we don't have the experience that you, you have don't. man of god somebody you know minister of dating <laughs> in the god <laughs> way whoa <laughs> jesus <laughs> <of land. laughs> Annabelle Wu! <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> All right, so, oh man, so is, is there, is, what question have you put before us, put before me? I want your perspective on what, so being intentional about choosing looks like. You've met someone, you think they may be the person, you want to enter into something that possibly leads towards marriage. How do you do that without crossing the boundaries or confusing the situation? How do you do that intentionally? And what does it look like when you don't do that intentionally? The first thing I, that comes to me when you ask that question is, it's narrowing the focus, is deciding that there's really only going to be one WhatsApp thread or iMessage <laughs> thread that I'm going to be in, I'm going to be really active in here and it's going to be hers. Um, and everybody else is now going to, any attention there is now going to fade. There's one person I'm going to be saying good morning to in the morning. I'll message them, grand risings. And I say good night to one good night X to one person, mm. and when I when I do when I go out and do stuff, I invite that same person. Um, Consistency. Yeah, 
I think it's it's a natural thing of like I don't share this kind of communication with anybody else. Mm. It's now between me and you. That's it's like an active actively deciding to be here. My prayers are about this person. So it's not oh Lord, show me who or like bless whoever is my wife. You're now gonna mention her name in prayer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. It's it's it changes from Lord show me who mm-hmm. or point me to whoever. Mm to Lord who is so and so who is she to me mm. it now becomes specific mm. I think that's the key word everything mm. becomes specific your communication is specific to that person yeah. my time is specific to that person everything because that now has become specified to introducing that person into my life and mine into hers and that's an active decision that you're making sometimes it's not even it doesn't sometimes that deciding that active the, the verbiousness of that decision doesn't it's not a switch yeah. it happens you realise you start okay cool that's there now Oh, okay, cool. This is there now. You eventually realise what you were once sharing or making available is now exclusive to this person mm-hmm. and that person only. You know. Um, how do you get there? How do you how do you know when it's choosing season? That peace. Peace, peace. That peace. If you're not at, if you're not at peace, in the last episode, um, I spoke about me uh, collecting data. Mm. <laughs> if you are listening to the last one, you know what that means. Um, d- dating someone before the person I am now involved with, and she wasn't at peace. It reached a point, and it's like we'd met up a few times, and we were speaking a lot in you know such a short time, but we were speaking a lot. And she reached a point very quickly like, where she was like, "I'm struggling to find peace." So she made that decision. I wasn't struggling with peace, but I could see she wasn't at peace. So it eventually I wasn't at 100% peace because mm-hmm. I could see you're not at peace. Mm-hmm. I would have reached 100% peace if she was at a greater place, a place of peace. She wasn't. Mm-hmm. So she decided to, this exclusivity I've, I've given to you, I'm now going to take it away and I'm going to keep that for the next person that I think mm-hmm. is deserving of that exclusivity. And I accepted that and said, okay, cool, that exclusivity I gave to you and I'm, gonna, I'm now going to withhold it for the next person that is ready and suited for that exclusivity so it's that you will know in your chest that okay i'm I'm at peace i'm not rattled i don't feel you know i don't feel that i'm speaking to you by force um you know when something's at peace it's like even like choosing a job you know that in your chest that i don't want to go to this place and i don't i don't really want to say yes to that opportunity Mm -hmm. i want to say yes to this opportunity you know it's about trusting what is laid on your heart and that's similar to how sometimes we treat scripture we, we, we very quickly forget that those accounts, I say accounts, not myths, not storybooks, the accounts of, of individuals and their experiences and God's experiences with them in scripture, they didn't have the Bible the way we have it. Mm-hmm. They trusted what was God, what was laid, God laid on their spirit. Mm-hmm. So that same practice has to be laid in my daily life too. Mm-hmm. Am I at peace with this person being in my life? Mm-hmm. Am I at peace with this person? Even saying something like, oh, "I don't like this thing about you." Mm-hmm. Some people are like, "That's fine. You don't mm-hmm. like everything about me, but that's okay. I don't like everything about you either, but that's okay. It's not a deal breaker for mm-hmm. me." Mm-hmm. And for some other people, for another person, it's like, ah, "This one small thing that you do, I'm sorry. I, it may seem silly, but it doesn't leave me at a place of peace." Yeah. Peace is a very, it's a very simple barometer. You know, if you're feeling icky something's not quite right that's my personal belief of when when you know that is yeah and other things such as like our imagination can be a a, a dangerous place mm-hmm. 
but it can also be a place of indication mm -hmm. if you know who's planted that image yeah can i see an image of me traveling with this person cooking for this person of me doing simple things sitting down watching a movie with you and wanting to be there can i see an image of me sitting down with your mother and you my mother and it being and looking at it and thinking yeah that's cool can i see an image of you carrying my baby bump and it doesn't have to be a full picture just a brush stroke of it is enough because we walk by faith not by sight sometimes just a brush stroke and you know that the nature of that brush stroke is enough to tell you that that brush stroke wouldn't exist if it wasn't part of a picture trying to paint something relative to that brush stroke you know so that's good sometimes that's all i that's sometimes all i need is that so the person i, I i'm involved with now i'm speaking to now i've watched her converse with my mom more than once and i was at peace that's enough for me mm. i was running the barbecue at church and was sitting down and how my mum was just talking about, I was like, hey, you're really trying to... <laughs> and she was like... Seal the deal, okay? And she was like, no, I think your mum's very easy to speak to and vice versa. So, cool. That's like, nice. I was at peace, mm. you know? Not everything has to be a Disney fairy tale or a Hollywood mm. movie for you to... No, I know that's him. Mm, Sometimes yeah. a simple sign, like, do you think about this person a lot? And But is it is it sound thoughts you're mm. having about this person? Are they thoughts that... Yeah. Would, are pleasing to God with all of their yeah. thoughts that you have to hide from God yeah. Yeah. or try to hide because he already knows yeah. so you've chosen to be intentional in exploring the possibility of marriage with this one person mm -hmm. now obviously we can't ignore the fact that we live in the society we live in body 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 <laughs> shaking everywhere <laughs> Basically. <laughs> you guys watch Boondocks? No. I used to. My uh, brother loves it. Yeah. Will cheeks? On the BET. That's the world right now. Well. Um, so yeah, you know. <laughs> I was once in the world too, people. Not anymore. So, there's this, you know, there's this whole, you know, of this person's now, my boyfriend or my girlfriend, we're now dating. Um, and it's just we're exclusive so now there's all these terminologies that come around actually actually like in the last week or so i've been really thinking about some terminologies i hear people describe like someone who's not their you know husband or wife but like oh yeah my other half my partner oh, no. like all these words we kind of you know use to to create something that's Cop not for marriage <laughs> really so, i agree I'll, I'll, I'll speak on that go go so i guess my thing is how do you move intentionally into deciding whether this person is your wife without crossing the boundaries blurring the, without blurring the lines mm -hmm. got there in the end without blurring the lines man there's a lot to say um <laughs> one is working on yourself and then on, on top of that is understanding you know that basically it's an exclusive relationship but how can it be exclusive without it being offensive to god i'm just gonna put it out there like how can we do that because a lot of people struggle with this can't this isn't real until i've acted like you're my husband before we even be. so Sorry. what are the practical yeah. ways in which you you can move because people be like it's unrealistic like i can't i can never get married with some, um, to someone unless i've lived with them it's like we got that from the world like it's not true if you're if you're intentional about Doing it God's Do, way. Yeah, you can understand and you can identify your spouse without 
Oh, absolutely. Playing house. Oh, that rhymes. Okay. Spouse about playing yeah. house. Yeah. You can, you, but you, you, we, we've told ourselves and we've been... That it's unrealistic. Yeah. When it was, what was all that was done before. Right. How was it unrealistic? There's a, there's a key word within, within it that I think it's a word that gets us into chasing our tail, which is how. I think the best of what we can do is understand the definitions of each role. Mm. What is a wife? What is a husband? What is marriage? What constitutes marriage? Marriage is the a covenant, a, tri- a, tr- a covenant between husband, wife, and God. Not husband, wife, law of the land, and God. Mm. Not husband, wife, in-laws, and God. Not husband, wife, and in-laws. Not husband and wife. It's husband, wife, and God is at the top of that triangle. It's those three. So I believe marriage is decided mutually between those two people in their hearts. Do you agree for me to be your husband? And do you agree for, for you to live as my wife? Mm-hmm. Number one. Number two, I then also believe that, um, I believe we're going to the, the, the nearest physical male figurehead but, yeah. and say, hey, I'm interested in your, in your sister mm-hmm. or I'm interested in your, this is your niece mm-hmm. or this is your daughter. Mm-hmm. I'm the I'm presenting myself mm. as a suitor for your daughter. Because you're making your intentions known yeah. in public. Because it's all right to be like, Thank oh, this you. person's my girlfriend. What, is, what does that mean? Who did you, who, under what authority? What does that mean? <laughs> anything? Yeah. What, what, Same what way we have the, to publicly declare our faith. Right, yeah. yeah. So yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, just be yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. a Christian in spirit. Mm. But when you go out in the world, nobody knows you're, you're Christian. Christian yeah. And you won't even really say it because you don't want it to, to get awkward. Mm. It's the same with a girlfriend. What is a girlfriend? Like, being a boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever that partner or other half what what does that actually mean what mm-hmm. are the not a blessed thing what is what is the what's the fra- i guess so, i'm like this is something i'm quite passionate about because we we are in a society where we like to make things up yeah for our convenience mm-hmm. and then when that thing's no longer convenient for us we move the goalposts yeah so that we can make it make sense mm-hmm. what is the basis for being a boyfriend or a girlfriend what is what what does that mean? Where are the rules? Because people be like, I'm breaking up this person because they've broken, you know, they've the done rules. something. But where where were the rules? Because let's even look at that word, boy, friend. friend it's a friend. Girl, That's a boy. Friend. Friend. <laughs> you even, if I, even forget that. You're even giving it too much credit. Hold on. <laughs> Just too much credit. What's the first word? Why? Boy. Girl. A boy's not a child. man. Oh, come that on. That tells you about the immaturity of it's what's true. going on here. It's not even just that. Please, if we even start there, that's even further. That's even. Where's courtship? This is too. Thank you. It's too late down the line. Mm. That's even. You're giving it too much intelligence. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Okay. Let's be clear. Boyfriend and girlfriend, it's not just the words. I'm a big believer in listen the power of life and death is in the tongue mm-hmm. the tongue sets on on fire the entire course of life that's mm-hmm. not an opinion that's bible it's the truth and that's the end of the discussion what you call yourself matters we know this abby mm-hmm. how many times do we see the lord change somebody's name in scripture yeah. to change their purpose their trajectory their destiny no man should ever unhinge the side of his neck and call me his girlfriend <laughs> Has my father in heaven called me a girlfriend? Nobody should call me girlfriend. Do not throw my destiny in a calabash like that. I am not anybody's girlfriend. Have some respect and decorum. Do you get what I'm saying? Do you leave me alone? And I'll tell you why. Yeah, not because, a calabash. Because, because, because the whole time, even if we take away the words, the words are a problem. We see that they're boy and girl and all of this is a problem anyway. But it's the intention behind it. It's the spirit behind it. The dynamic itself was created by the world in conjunction with the devil in man's rejection of god and his covenant Mm. 
the whole dynamic mm. of having a partner that you're not married to, but you're living in the house with and you're having sex with and you're playing at being married without the covenant was man's rejection of God. Because it is God's dynamic mm. that a man be married, that there be a husband and a wife. All that stuff you were saying about learning to be a husband, that for me is the crux, should be the crux for every man. Yeah. Before you even go and at a woman, my friend, where you keep your eye, learn those things first. Because was Adam not tending to the garden before God made Eve? Yeah. He was, before he, was he made him a wife, he was yeah. already husbanding. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying to you? This is part of the reason, the basis for when I first began to ask God, okay, what is this thing about boyfriend and girlfriend? Why are you aggravating my spirit about this? Why are you saying don't date? For me, because I'm not even about to say that I, it is doctrinal truth that no Christian should date. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. what the Lord gave to me. That is yeah. my covenant with the Lord because he wanted to reveal something to me about his intention and design for marriage. And because, of, because he's our father, he knows us the way I was with men before, the way I was with relationships before, it's not, a, I needed to cut off all those thought patterns mm. around men, around dating, everything like that. So I'm not saying that, please hear me guys, disclaimer, I'm not saying nobody should mm. die and the it's the way that you do it's it. It's the way that you yes, do it. The it's way. the dynamic of, the reason why I say ain't no boyfriend and girlfriend in the kingdom is because there is no dynamic prescribed by God that aligns with boyfriend and girlfriend. God would not leave his children in such lax security mm -hmm. as for you to be in relationship with somebody without boundaries that he prescribed. Mm -hmm. You are left Ooh. open to a fox as a hen in a hen house. Because let me tell you something. It is a dynamic created by the world. Therefore, it's subject to, to all the, the things that are values. in the world. Yeah. The world's values, the world's rules. I don't know about you. Let's look at the world, guys. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing without God. The world is a dying world. We need Jesus. We should not be looking for ways to come into alignment with the world. Mm. It's dangerous for us. Again, it's this thing we were talking about in episode one about healthy boundaries. Boundaries are from God because he loves us, not because he hates us and wants to restrict mm. us just to for the sake of restricting us. The, if, listen, the, Satan is referred to as the God liturgy of this world. We know that any system and structure that comes from the world, Satan has the legal right scripturally to have a seat in it mm -hmm. he has the legal right to interfere he has the legal right to go and mess it up in any way yep. because it doesn't come from heaven yep. but you see when something is from heaven every good and perfect gift comes from above god, coming down yeah. from the father of heavenly lights and whom there is no variation or shadow of turning what god has put together let no man put asunder not what man has decided to put together let god not put no 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 no, no. if satan's got a seat in your relationship yeah, dynamic is a problem yeah. it is a problem so when we subscribe to the rules of boyfriend and girlfriend as from the world you already got a third person in your relationship and it ain't god mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. satan is able to come and do what he wants in there you know mm -hmm. that's why it's so difficult with boyfriends and girlfriends not to fall into sexual mm -hmm. sin together you will find that it's much more intense another reason the bible tells us that for this reason for the reason only of marriage a man will leave his mother and father's house and cleave to his wife cleaving comes after marriage right. when we're doing boyfriend and girlfriend we're cleaving before marriage mm -hmm. that's a problem mm -hmm. remember we said in episode one about the emotional connections yeah. that we make mm -hmm. the love connections that we make this is cleaving 
this is cleaving, you're becoming one of them. You feel like I can't live without that person. That person's not your husband mm. or your wife. Yeah, yeah. You haven't brought God into that covenant. Yeah. You're cl- it's dangerous because you, no, as soon as you start it, you've blurred the lines already. Yeah. Yeah. You've blurred the lines already. And it's so difficult to hear from God, like we said in episode one, to hear from God when your mind is already, already set. You're, and it's not even your mind, because that's, that speaks of your heart issue. Your brain has decided that's my person. Yeah. People have to go to a psychiatrist and get pills to override their psychology, mm-hmm. but you think you can do it just like just that. that. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? You, it's so dangerous to cleave before you marry. It's so dangerous to, to subscribe to the world's way of doing something and then expecting a God-like result. I used to, because I have some incredible male friends who love God, right? They love Jesus. And I would, if anybody needs good Christian men advice, I can point to them. All of them have said some variation of this kind of thing to me. Um, when I question them about their girlfriend that they've been with for a long time or whatever, they're always with them, they've been on holiday with them, they're doing bare things with them. And I don't necessarily, in fact, I just straight up flat out don't agree, they know that, but I don't like challenge them on it mm. because like I say, I'm not saying every Christian should be like this. But I just don't think it's wise. Mm. But they all are some variation of, I'm asking God if this woman is my wife. This is after being in a relationship with them for a year. I wanna know if now's the time to propose, basically. And I wonder if now we can go and get married. Am I ready? Is she my wife? I need like confirmation. And you don't know. Can you imagine? After one year. After one year or two years. This is what happens when you this is what happens when you cleave, when you get stuck in the boyfriend girlfriend place. Because there is no end, because the, the it's the intention is not covenant with God. Yeah. From the very outset, the intention is not covenant with God. Do you know what that's like? Because the thing is the only like it's in relationship that we do these things that don't make sense, sense but in yeah. any other thing we wouldn't do we wouldn't do, you know, do you know what that's like that's like going to the restaurant mm-hmm. ordering the food buying the food eating some of the food and then calling the waiter and saying i want my money back no not even that i'm ready to make my, I'm order, to make now. my order now and I, I know i know what <laughs> i, I know thought you were yeah. really starting to eat yeah. milk it's fine yeah I, I know what i want to eat now it's like you're you're eating you would never <laughs> but do you know what boyfriend and girlfriend is it's a sign of it's a kind of fear yeah mm. false evidence appearing real yeah it's this testing ground we create this dress rehearse mm. what it's like for you to be married. yes that's exactly what it is and if i'm not feeding it after yeah playing at being married and then you because you still got to get out of free jail yeah. free clause yeah that's not okay and that again speaks to that this is someone's how because your question was how yeah. do we do it without scattering yeah you will scatter someone's life yeah. if you play at being married yeah. for a year and then say well actually i don't fancy it and the thing is you're not playing at being married because a marriage is a commitment a covenant between yeah. you and god and what you are aware doing, it's forever yeah so the there's a di- completely different different dynamic. Yeah. yeah, this is not even this not this is this is why a lot of people say I like there's people who've been with people for years and then like we got married and things was completely different. Yeah, because because it's, it's not the same. People story. don't get it. It's a different story. People be together for 15 years, married for six months and can't take yeah. it because when you actually because it's a covenant from the beginning of time. Mm. This is what people don't get. There is what you were saying. Marriage is spiritual. It is a spiritual law in the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's something that was set before the first man and woman were about mm-hmm. marriage is an ex- an expression of god's relationship yeah. how god relates with us relationally and people don't get that you are bringing yourself into a spiritual thing whether you know it or not whether mm-hmm. you like it or not and things will be different the reason i say a last point on this about being in doing boyfriend and girlfriend not calling it that but doing that mm-hmm. doing that dynamic 
spending that much time together, cleaving to that degree without there being covenant, without there being a spiritual covering um, with it. And then asking God questions or then picking up the rules of boyfriend, girlfriend, the world. You can't talk to anybody else. You can't da 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 All the possessiveness mm. and all of these rules that come with this dynamic of relationship that is utterly ungodly. Because let's keep it a stack. It is. Not because it's evil, but because it's literally just not of God. Mm. Following those rules and stuff and then praying to God and asking him to intervene in this relationship dynamic. Basically what you're asking is for him, him to bend their will to what you want them to do. Lord, make my boyfriend faithful to me. Excuse me? Excuse me? You've already failed. You've already <laughs> failed. But when I was asked, Lord, to say, when my male friends are like petitioning you and fasting and praying about whether or not this person, I know in my heart already, God ain't answering that prayer, but I didn't know why. But I just knew this is a, this is a ridiculous prayer and it's not, this isn't godly. Asking someone that you're already in relationship with if they're the person for yeah. you. Why, Lord? Like, what? What is? What is so wrong about it? And this is how the Holy Spirit dropped it to me one time. Yeah, I was like, Holy Spirit said to me, if someone contravenes an act of Parliament, contravenes an English law, would you take that act of Parliament to the U.S. Congress and ask the President of the United States to make a ruling in your favor based on a law from another kingdom? Oh, yeah. He said that those laws are not from my kingdom. Mm -hmm. I am not obligated to answer you about them. Mm -hmm. Those laws are not from my kingdom. I'm not going to enforce them here. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is the crux of the issue. You cannot take something that God didn't give you and ask him to make a ruling mm -hmm. on it. And that led me to the ultimate prayer that I hear a lot of believers try and pray and they think that they're doing surrender on the altar. And this is not just with boyfriend and girlfriend. This is with everything. Do not go and pick up a job, pick up a person, a friendship, a romantic relationship, uh, a calling that God didn't give you, a career, anything. Don't pick anything up of your own volition. Take it to God and say, Lord, if it's not for me, take mm. it away. <laughs> he didn't give it to you. Why would he take it away from you? Yeah. God is that's not the kind of yeah. God that we serve. He's not a tyrant. <laughs> you have free you, you will. You want him to be a thief. You want him to be yeah. a thief. God works in partnership with man in the earth because we have dominion. Yeah. He gave man dominion in I the earth. Know, yeah. He works in partnership with us. He's a gentleman. If you, yeah, he's, he's a, a gentleman. gentleman. He stands at the yeah. door and he knocks. If you open up to him, he will come in and eat with you and you with him. Yeah. God is not a tyrant. Yeah. Mm. You cannot go and bring a relationship, bring anything that you have decided for yourself. This is my desire. I used my wisdom to pick it up. I thought it made sense. And then say, Lord, take it away and expect him to do it. And then tell yourself when he doesn't take it away that that means he's pleased please, with please. it. Baby, this is not wisdom. Yeah, he's waiting for you to put you, it down. You, you need to put it on the altar and set it ablaze. So that reminds me of, um, you know, when God told Abraham to take Isaac and put him on the altar. Right. And there's a part where he's, he's got Isaac with him and he's mm -hmm. like, and Isaac's like, you know, we're going we're to the altar. The round, like, mm. where, where's the sacrifice? Mm. And, and then Abraham says, the Lord will provide the sacrifice. sacrifice. Psalm 51 as well, the exact same parallel. If the Lord requires a sacrifice, he provides he, the sacrifice. But what what was interesting in that moment was that Abraham had to, had to in his heart, release Isaac. Isaac he didn't eat, like even before he'd done the physical and God didn't let him obviously sacrifice mm -hmm. his son but he, he in in his heart had to say okay I'm letting go of this thing that I love so much mm -hmm. I've wanted for so long 
and then God could move. Mm. He did what he was always, you know, going to do with when he was allowed to. Like when yeah. when you gave the, him the space to do so, he did what he was going to do. Yeah. But a lot of us would be like, "Take this from me, Lord. Take from me, Lord." Or make him my husband. Yeah, where we've been boyfriend and girlfriend for a long time. Still 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 yeah, but tell but him to propose. <laughs> that is witchcraft. <laughs> My dear, it's witchcraft. How can God make somebody... Because the Bible does say the Lord holds the heart of man in his hand and he can turn it to and fro. Oh yeah, please hear a word. He can. He can. Why should he? Right. For your desire. That's insane. Yeah. We need to learn... Listen, surrender is so important when you're choosing. Are you choosing marriage? I'm a firm believer in... Are you ready to get married? Because if you're not, why are you dating? Hmm. Yeah. That's someone's picnic. Why are you dating? Hmm. Because, because whether it's, it, it, you think it's your intention or not, you will scatter that person's life if you're not ready to be married. Especially if you come and do boyfriend and girlfriend, you're cleaving. Why are you playing around with her like that? Do you know how Hebrews used to do it? And I'm not necessarily saying we should go back to this. Take Joseph, for instance. Joseph and Mary. They would say, okay, that is my wife. Um, I make their intention known. Then the man would go off, and they might not see each other for a year and a half. He would go off and make sure he has the tent, mm-hmm. he has the cattle, he has the money, he's got the resources, and then he comes back to marry. That's true. Is that not how it was yeah. done? That's true. Do you hear what I'm saying to you, though? There has to be a modern-day version of yeah. that. Because the, the Bible, a lot, was not written to us. It was written for us, mm-hmm. for our learning. Because they know what happened, they were there. It could have just been a history book. It didn't need to I'm, be the I'm scriptures. By this. Do you get what I'm saying yeah. to you? We have to really mm-hmm. set your intention first. Mm-hmm. I want to be married. Okay, now let me go and look. Why are you looking before you? That yeah. means you're just trying to get the tasters. You know when you go to the, the ice cream shop, you're like, can I taste yeah. that flavor and that flavor and that flavor? And then eventually they're onto you. Like, you and they're like, excuse me, no more flavors. Imagine disgracing yourself that they have to. You've eaten so many that they have yeah. to tell you you don't want to stuff for you. Yeah. Do you get what I'm yeah. saying to you? At the end of the day, if you're saying you respect the covenant side of marriage, if you are revering God in terms of your romantic relationships and it's so important because you can't i already i haven't even brought a man to my apostle before yet but i already know no man can just come and say he'll be like who are you my son (laughs) what do you mean you want my daughter what what, what is it again and he'll ask me who's your spiritual father where do you go to church what makes you think you want her because i don't know if people ask men that you know you can tell us do people say to you, what makes you think, you, what is it that you want about her? Like, and I mean as in a, a male figure maybe, or, yeah. or someone who's more mature than you in the spirit. Has anyone said that to you on like a serious level? Like, like wh- what is it? Yeah. yeah. I, my closest brothers, maybe one or two of them have asked me that. Okay. I get it more from the woman herself. Mm. And asking what you want here. Um, my woman. I'm a bit um and ahhing about the whole spiritual father thing though. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell me why. I don't have the words for it right now. And I think it'll be like a, a, another deeper thought and a deeper thread. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily think we need surprised. to normalize this. People saying, let me think about it yeah. more. I love that you just were like, I don't actually have a full answer. I don't. So I'm going to think about it. No. Yeah. I don't. We need to normalize um, that because it's you, you should think. We need to think and question things because if you ask me, Five months ago, we said the same thing. It's only when since I met my apostle and I really understood what a spiritual father is, what they're for, yeah. and actually this is the first time I've ever had one. Yeah. It, it might be, do you know what, as, as you're speaking, I'm thinking about, I'm like, I think maybe that's, it's, it's, the, it's the title I'm giving. Yeah, okay. Because father means source. Mm. 
yeah, 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 yeah. As in Abba, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of these, these none of you are my source, no. and, but only one man on earth carried the seed. It's different mm. for men as well, though. I find it's very much a weightier thing for a man to call a man a spiritual father. Yeah. But you said being a father means being a source. But if someone's a spiritual father, like I'm, I'm not neither here nor there. That's not a good position. As in, <laughs> I'm in between in the sense, in the sense that I don't, have, I don't have a spiritual father. Mm. I don't have a father. <laughs> but I, like, I recognize that God is my heavenly father. But He's also mm. been my provider for the practical things that I need mm. on earth. But I think it, it can be a blessing to have a, a spiritual father in that you have a, a spiritual source on, not a spiritual source, a source for, for your. A mentor. Yeah, which is, and I think it's, it's kind different. of the same. It's thing. different. It's different. Like dad, so there's like. there's covering, there's mental, then there's fathering, but spiritually, and they're very different. So that's why I'm being why I'm saying father and not mental. So see how Timothy was Paul's son. How Paul says, my only one of my only true sons, because everything that Paul had, everything that he of his spirit, he imparted all of it to Timothy. He raised him. Timothy followed him everywhere like a shadow. That is what I mean by spiritual father. It's not mentorship. Mentorship is far more removed. And and there's space for that. And it's necessary as well. Hmm. So so this is why I'm like, I think it's a very special relationship. Yeah, but I don't think it's one that everyone Everyone has. has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Going back to the point where you were saying you would ask Ask him first. Yeah, 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 yeah. He it's not everybody yeah. yeah but i get yeah i haven't experienced it but mm. from the way you're describing it yeah i can see how it could work basically and i i think it's just something what would that, you want a man to do then um i would <laughs> this is an interesting question because i'm always like i don't i don't i mean aside from pray about me mm. that that i would want yeah um and yeah like i think come to my family my mum your mum yeah and just be intentional about that like because I think there can be this thing of when you are raised by a single parent Mm. I think sometimes guys especially if they're not raised by a single parent I think they can think it's okay to treat you anyhow like okay oh this person doesn't have a dad so I can just go by it anyhow like I'm not gonna ask anybody I'm just good and 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 sometimes I think the, the the women or even well yes maybe the women will allow it because like well yeah that's true I don't it's mm. my situation but no I'm like I am somebody's child yeah. and I don't know the exact language for how I would want someone to be intentional about recognizing that mm. but I would want them to to recognize, to recognize it, it yeah. and not just praying is great and having confirmation from God that's first and foremost but I would want you to put the practical effort into recognizing that I am somebody's child yeah and make that intentional mm. in some way i agree i do i get what you're saying i do see a tendency of people to try to circumnavigate that because you're raised by a single mom yeah. i don't know many men actually who i know who have gone to ask the mum in the same way that they would the dad mm. i've seen men make a big deal like i took my my future father out for dinner or mm. to a boxing arsenal stadium or and i never see that about i took my yeah. future mother out to dinner and asked her for a blessing or, it's almost like and it may not be the case but I feel like it's almost like sometimes they're like you should almost be grateful that someone's coming to take your daughter because sorry no because I'll come slap somebody (laughs) what no but like (laughs) it's certain cultures like where you know being raised by a single parent can can be a stigma 
yeah that you should be quote unquote embarrassed about mm. the fact that someone's willing to, to marry. marry you should just be enough so it's like don't kick up a fuss about permission so yeah I think there's that fight as well mm. um, and I think if you don't know who, who whose you are in terms of yeah. like if you don't recognise that you are a child of God you can fall into that and be like yeah it's true to be fair like take me as I am and let's just make this quick so that I think that's an, that's why I'm I find myself being loud about that single parent aspect yeah. because it's like don't think that I'm the Stephanie of back in the day yeah. when when I felt that way like God has revealed to me who I am just like any other of his children mm-hmm. and so I'm intentional about treating someone like they're someone's son regardless yeah. of whether they have an earthly dad or everyone and I want the man that comes to marry me to, to be equally as an intention to recognise my value as a child of God as well it's given in the name do your, do your listeners know about your, your surname can I use that as an example my surname Ariva yeah okay you've said it cool yeah they know my surname <laughs> she's not running for no, me please don't say my surname so what I'm saying is like our names really are we say first name first name surname but it's your given name and your surname is, is really meant to say of the house so it's, it's Stephanie of the house of, of Ariva yeah that's what it is so when you when you look through um their counsel of the scriptures or the love letter of the mm. scriptures you'd always find this so and so of the house of David mm. so and so of the tribe yeah. of so and so so and so of so and so yeah or Simon the Tanner mm. John the Baptist mm. yeah if there's something you belong to or something you identified by so if it's Stephanie of the house of Arivo the husband needs to come to the house of Arivo mm. knock on the house of Arivo mm. and say occupant so I've got that Doritos in my mouth <laughs> Where even Igbo, you should come and say, I saw a flower in the garden, I want to pluck. What a flower, child. Occupants of the house of, of Arivo. Mm. I want to take Stephanie of the house of Arivo mm. and add it to the house of so and so. Willing? Or not. Is, it, is it all right? Willing say I. And, and some houses, it might be okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. We want a red suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> Ganyas, are you listening? We know I a red suitcase. Some of them, it's you write a list. It's one. This, how many cans of this? This many mm, yams. He goats. Blah 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 blah. blah. Mm-hmm. Super yams. All of those. Bring them. Some of them, it's look me in the eye. And mm-hmm. Tell, tell me, me you love me. You know, so there's a handshake. So I'm gonna just give me money, <laughs> you know. But you, this, well, I think one of the most beautiful things about the wedding process is that it isn't outlined in scripture how to do it. Let's do it, yeah. And yeah. so I think that's a beautiful thing that God's yeah, given us. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? If you he want wants to, just to jump, see the creative expression yeah. that we have, you want to jump the broom, jump the broom. Yeah, yeah. just honor me in, yeah. in all of, in all of it. it. You want to do <laughs> debt creating. <laughs> Traditional fake or thirty grand, and all your, uncles, all your uncles and aunties are coming that you've never seen since you're a baby. I'm going abroad. Go and do it. Ten people. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> should leave me alone, John. Telling you, but fifteen if I'm feeling. I'm, I'm feeling generous. Yeah. If you both want to wear baseball jackets, and you're willing, yeah, because those baseball jackets mean something to yeah. you. Yeah, then do it. So it's. I do love that. It's true. Like, God's like, like, oh, I wonder how they'll express yeah. my covenant. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that's that. I think that process needs to be needs to be done in whichever mm. way but like it's true that's a very respectful like it's a great way to explain how to honour yeah, it's yeah. it goes back to that so whoever's in the house whoever's heading the house yeah sometimes there isn't any men 
hidden yeah. in that house, but somebody, there's somebody in that Someone house. Someone put in work in yeah. that house. Yeah. <laughs> there's a gate man at least. Yeah. <laughs> Even if everyone's gone, there's only the gate man. So at least someone has to know, mm. you know? You know, stealing daughters, Boy. you know? And yeah, man, I've, I've learned the hard way. I've been, gu- I've been guilty of it. Mm. I've been guilty of playing boyfriend and girlfriend. I've been guilty of it. I've been guilty of like, prematurely taking someone's daughter mm. I mean as I hold on I, I'm, I don't want to be here mm. and it's been scattersome mm. you know it's been it's been a scatter and I don't want to do it again don't want to do it again especially when you realise that person that person did, they didn't deserve mm. it so so practically though mm. because we talk about courtship and then people are like oh such an old idea but as Christians courtship that's, that is our process between mm-hmm. I've chosen someone I want to verify that as a person and marry them. Mm-hmm. And courtship, like, it's not this old school thing. It's actually a very beautiful um, process if you mm-hmm. let it be. I like the word dance. It's beautiful. I feel like it. That's how I, Look at Song of Solomon. It wasn't this, oh, it's boring. They were that passionate without cleaving. Do you get what I'm saying yeah. to you? They were looking forward to the moment they get to cleave. Yeah, and yeah. It, so it can be beautiful yeah. and it is this dance that's how I see Song of Solomon in my head I see them like yeah, dancing yeah, yeah, yeah. in a garden and like, she also doubted that oh but I'm, yeah, I look like this are you sure you want me and that happens in real life it does you like a woman like me yeah yeah but all your exes look like this don't worry about it it's beautiful it is beautiful and that's what I think a lot of people in today's society want as well we want that and we've been we like to pretend yeah. I don't like it. We're just talking. We're just ah, what are you talking about? <laughs> How are you talking? It's been three years. You're still talking. You your mouth yeah. is not tired. Yeah. It's a, and it, it's, it comes from fear. Yeah, it, it comes from the fear of I don't want to be hurt. Mm. Um, will you like me when you see all of me? Mm. I think that's when you know. Yeah. When you are ready to be beyond anything else, are you when you're ready for ready to be loved and to love in a covenant of marriage? Mm. When you understand and accept that pain it's very possible mm. that pain may come from this yeah, if, that's true you gotta come you gotta enter it knowing that yo i'm, I'm gonna be hit, i might be hit by some arrows here and yeah. it will hurt mm-hmm. and if you're like if, you, if you're like it's, it's still gonna hurt and i'm going in you're ready mm-hmm. if you're like Ugh! no no you're not it's gonna sit down it's true just go and sit down darts will come and darts will even come when you're in the when you're in it yeah. come on now so, and i think that's the other thing when you take god out of the equation to the point where you still fear in that way you know you've taken too much of God out of the equation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because you should never hope in the person. Mm-hmm. Ever. They'll let you down. Yeah. True. You are only harming, you're doing yourself all. Mm-hmm. They will let you down. Yeah. Every expectation you have, they'll let you down. Yeah. But if you're making this covenant with God, if you trust God enough, mm-hmm. and you trust the process that you've been through with Him enough, you will know that whichever marriage you get into, if the Lord is at the center of it, he will be the force holding it together. Mm-hmm. And you then, all it becomes is a decision about, am I willing to weather that storm with, with you? This mm-hmm. With this person. Because if your both your faith is at the same place and you've both had a rich and fruitful singleness, your character is where it needs to be. Or, and when I say needs to be, I'm not saying you have perfect character because no one has perfect character until we are glorified. But workable. But workable. Yeah. Like you yeah. understand the tenets of building character mm-hmm. and you are correctable. Mm-hmm. And that's so important before going into marriage. Are you correctable? Yes. That's all you need to get to, you know? Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Do I believe that that person's character and that person's outlook on life is such that we can weather every storm together? Yeah. 
I don't even think you should even be disturbing someone's peace unless you think that's a possibility. Yeah. Because I think that's what like it's it's natural because it's human to be seen with our eyes. Okay. <laughs> and you know, feelings are feelings. If you spend too much time with somebody, you can feel nice around yeah. them and you can stop asking those questions. Mm. I'm coming to the point where I think that instead of asking the nice questions and oh can I see this and can I can I see me and my wedding person, can I see our children <laughs> and leaving that for afterwards but let me ask the hard questions first yeah that's my challenge to myself do you know what yeah. i mean ask those questions first i think that is a good way to round up yeah even then um what you were saying how do we move into um marriage um with intention, that, with intention without scattering i think it's actually it's strange because it starts from the beginning i think if you set the set pace in the beginning you guard against scattering to a degree, to an extent, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm of the belief that, I know, I know a lot of ladies find this strange when a man comes up to them first, like, first day, I love you. Hey. But, I think. Step seven. Even if you don't say it, I think, a man needs to be in that place where, in that even in that early, those early days, it looks like it's like. I decided that I love you yeah. because I love you. I don't I believe I love you. It's a whimsical you. feeling. It's a choice. Mm. It's something I, I, I decided you. to love you. I've decided to love you, babe. Just to be clear. Yeah. Do you want to decide to love me or yeah. <laughs> like? Yeah. Um, yeah. But intention-wise, yeah. I yeah. think that's I beautiful. Decided, I, I decided to love you. Because mm. obviously you're not doing it from a place of no feelings. No. You, yeah. But you, you have now, you've taking time to understand those feelings yeah. and decide what you're going to do with them and you've yeah. decided and when you don't decide to walk into love with that person mm. you fall just be doing anyhow yes oh my gosh the world loves to fall in love the world loves to fall don't in love don't get me started on fall in love please that because we, we can be here for another five episodes in love. literally that concept <laughs> and it's destroyed it's many it's insane and, thought, <laughs> and how many movies has the enemy dedicated to this yeah. information because I'm sorry it's a yeah, satanic yeah, yeah, endeavor yeah, yeah. I don't care yeah. it's a plot device of the enemy yeah. I don't want to hear it because it's not it, when have we ever seen it work out well when someone has fallen when when is it ever listen to what we're saying even the words we're using is not making sense guys. fallen yeah. the devil himself fell, fell. <laughs> and he now he tried to get Jesus to fall hey. remember you can like Jesus <laughs> and I think it's we don't we don't cherish relationships we don't cherish each other enough because if we did, we'd be more careful about romantic relationships yeah. than anything Absolutely. else. Because guilty. it's too easy I'm to guilty. scatter other people. Yep. We all are. Mm. We are all guilty. Because like you said, we're somebody's son, we're mm. somebody's daughter. And it is the most precarious of all relationships. We should be so, so careful. Jesus mm. was so, so careful with us, which is why marriage between a man and a wife is the expression of Christ and his bride, the church. Mm-hmm because he went to the literal ends of the earth. He literally died for us. You know what's interesting? I'm just identifying something in what's happening right now. Is that many will say, but none of you are, are, are wedded. What do you know? And it's like, I'm at a point like, wait, actually, I think we can speak on it because the relationship, the, the, the pattern and the principles of that relationship is, depicted to us from our father oh, mm-hmm. he's already shown us this is what it's supposed to look like mm-hmm. so even as an unmarried fellow right now i can see when mm-hmm, that's not right that thing is mm-hmm. you need to change your tires because that, that it's mm-hmm. going to rain and you've got slick tires on 
Exactly. But it's true. I feel like we can learn these things and be trained in these things by God before we even get there. By God, exactly. Because we've been the, trained by the, God. The, thank you. <laughs> that's the whole point of that's the whole point of the intentional aspect of it is that mm. you intentionally seek out God's design mm. rather than man's design because one has longevity and one doesn't. If I want the original, I go to the designer. Designer. I don't go to the The Chinese man down the road who makes a counterfeit bag. Because (laughs) I know what to expect. Do you know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's, if and if you do decide to go for the counterfeit, just understand that it's not going to last that long and will cause you- And people can tell that it's counterfeit too, baby. I think when we were saying episode one, um, what counts as intentionality, and I said one of the things for me is honesty, is that Mm. be honest with yourself. If you're happy with the counterfeit because it comes quicker, cool. But just be honest about it because the results will show themselves and you should be able to stand firm in what you chose and say, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, I know this was a, this was an outcome of a counterfeit. I chose the counterfeit with my mm-hmm. chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. That's so good. That is so good. Do it with your chest. Yeah. Have integrity, as we were saying in yeah. episode one. Have integrity. And I think that, that sums up. Amen. Amen. Episode two, integrity, honesty, and Jesus. And Jesus. <laughs> okay, thank, thank you guys for having us. I just want to thank you guys so much for episode one. It was amazing. I've got so much wisdom. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And for you guys, if you have any questions, thoughts, comments, you know how you know this goes, reach out to us. And yes, yeah, stay tuned for next week's episode um, where we're going to be talking about intimacy. Um, yeah, let's keep this going. Intentional summer, baby. <laughs> Bye. Bye.